We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 229 of the Pack-A-Day podcast. My name is Andy Herman. I am a writer for Cheesehead TV. Of course, you can always follow me on Twitter at Scani Sports. I am not going to take a ton of time getting into tonight. Uh, I am going to get right to the point because I have a very special guest that I'm insanely excited to talk to. He is a quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, He attended Xavier High School in Connecticut, where he won three state championships, including leading his team to a title as a senior, in which he threw 24 touchdowns and ran for five more. He was a finalist for the Connecticut Player of the Year Award. He was ultimately offered scholarships at the University of Michigan, the University of Florida, Notre Dame, Oregon, Boston College. He committed himself to Boston College before switching to the University of Connecticut due to a coaching change at Boston College. He played three seasons at UConn before transferring to Eastern Kentucky, where he played in 12 games, completed 201 passes for 2,134 yards and 11 touchdowns. Ultimately went undrafted in 2018 before signing a free agent with your Green Bay Packers. He played in three preseason games, completing 26 of 53 passes for 294 yards, three touchdowns, and ultimately out of that made the Packers 53-man roster right out of training camp. Uh, He will be starting his second year in Green Bay in 2019, looking to to work his way up the quarterback depth chart. Uh, My guest, of course, Tim Boyle. Tim, thank you so much for joining me. I'm really, really excited to talk to you tonight. Yeah, wow. I was uh, was impressed. That's a lot of stuff there. I appreciate you having me on and uh, look forward to talking to you too. 
Yeah, you bet. This is going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to jump right in. But before we kind of get into anything, uh, get into this uh, season coming up, new coach, new coaching staff, which I know a lot of fans are interested in, I kind of want to just kind of get your Cliff Notes version of how you went from Xavier High School in Connecticut to playing in the National Football League and ultimately the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, that's a, uh, it's a fun story to tell. You know, it, me taking a step back, I think, you know, a lot of ups and downs, uh, starting from Xavier. Um, you know, had a lot of success there, you know, played in three state championships, was able to win three in a row, um, you know, had, had a bunch of success and was able to, you know, get recruited from some uh, some bigger schools, uh, ended up going to UConn, um, you know, played a little bit as a true freshman, true sophomore, true junior, but I was never really the guy there. Um, and I, I had three head coaches while I was there, three, three offense coordinators, three quarterback coaches. So um, just some uncertainty that I kind of just wanted to uh, to put behind me, uh, and I kind of wanted a fresh start. So decided to go down to Eastern Kentucky and uh, actually had to redshirt down there as a true senior, uh, which was interesting, you know, because most guys, you know, redshirt as a true freshman, you know, 18 years old, trying to figure out college. And here I am as a 22-year-old uh, who, who pretty much has college figured out at that point, you know, having to redshirt. So uh, which was a great year for me physically and, and, and mentally just getting ready for my, my fifth year coming up. But um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was a lot of ups and downs. Uh, Eastern Kentucky, you know, had, a, had an okay senior year and was fortunate enough to have a good pro day. And, uh, you know, I got in front of the Packers, which was huge. Um, and I knew once I, once I got into camp, um, it was, it was going to be up to me at that point. So, you know, it took, a, took advantage of the opportunities I was given. And uh, now I'm uh, exactly where I want to be and one of the best uh, organizations in the world. That's awesome. That's a really, really cool story. And I know a lot of Packer fans are certainly cheering you on. Uh, tell me about your draft process going into last season. Obviously, we're in the middle of draft season right now. The combine just got finished up. Um, I know you kind of worked with former quarterback Todd Collins going through the draft process yep. and, and actually some, some pretty impressive testing at your pro day. You ran a 47740, a 35 and a half inch vertical. Uh, you did a 703 on the three cone and a 449 short shuttle. For those of you who aren't super nerdy into the combine testing, uh, DK Metcalf, who tore up the combine, who everyone was talking about, ran a 738 three cone. So Tim Boyle, 0.35 seconds faster than DK Metcalf. <laughs> and uh, 4.50 yeah. in the short shuttle. So you were 0.01 seconds oh, faster man. than DK That's... Metcalf without it, there as well. So uh, what was the draft process like for you? <laughs> Uh, how did that kind of all go? Yeah, yeah. It it sounds nice when you when you say it like <laughs> that, but yeah, it was uh you know, my, my senior year ended and uh from there it was, you know, trying to find an agent. So signed with an agent. Um and then from there it's 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 all pretty much excitement at that point. You're you know, you're so excited to figure out when your pro day is gonna be and uh, I had a good plan set in place with my agent. I was gonna train um mostly in Washington DC at the uh the sport and speed Institute with coach Cav and uh, he did a hell of a job, got me ready. You know, and the one thing I think a lot of guys don't understand is how mentally pressing pro day is, you know, physically, of course you have to be, you know, on top of your game, but, but mentally you have to be at your A game 24 seven. Cause you have these scouts who are watching every single move. Um, you know, everything's not going to be perfect. You know, they're going to see how you adjust to certain things. So he got me, he got me right physically and mentally. And like you said, I got to work with, uh, with Todd Collins, which was awesome. Uh, you know, obviously he had a, he had a long stint in the NFL. He knows a lot of football, um, and being around him, uh, just, just being around football and a guy who's been around the NFL, he just knows the language. He knows, you know, I, I was listing off coaches who I've had. He's like, Oh yeah, I had him in, 
you know, with the Chiefs. Oh, I had him with the Bears. You know, he, he knows everyone. He's, he's so well connected. He knows what, you know, what he needs to do to get me better. So it was, uh, it was a great experience. Um, and the pre-draft process for me was great. You know, it's, it's a, it's a time that's exciting. It's an exciting time where you kind of just got to lock in and get ready for the, uh, the biggest job interview of your life. And, uh, like you said, fortunately, I, uh, I think nine teams showed up to my pro day at Eastern Kentucky. Uh, thankfully the Packers were one of them and, uh, you know, put myself in a good position to, to, to get on some boards. And, uh, I think the rest is history from there. And I, you know, had the uh, opportunity to sign free agency with the, uh, with the Packers. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it, it's a, it's an exciting ride. Uh, looking back, I, I really wouldn't change anything. I think I, I approach it the right way. And, uh, you know, now, like I said, I'm, I'm right where I want to be. Was it, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, was it Chad Brinker, the, the Packers pro scout that was there at your pro day, if you, if you remember? Brinker was not there. It was another scout. Okay. But, uh, yeah, Coach, uh, Coach Brinker and I have gotten close over the, uh, over the time I've been here. He's a really good guy. But, uh, no, it was a different scout. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then, if I, if I remember correctly, they hosted you prior to the draft. Is that correct? They did, yeah. So, I actually – I was fortunate enough to uh, to do Yale's pro day as well because they had a uh, receiver and a tight end coming out. And I reached out uh, and asked if I could do their pro day as well. So, there was another Packers scout there, and he, I think, informed me at that point that they might be, you know, granting me a top 30 visit. So, you know, in my mind, I wasn't expecting a whole lot of anything. So, at that point, it's kind of like, oh, this is starting to get real. Um, so I fly out to Green Bay and, you know, get to meet, you know, the the scouting department and get a, a tour of the facilities and, you know, get to see the the history behind Lambeau and just all the tradition. Uh, got to meet Coach uh, Coach McCarthy, and uh, it was a it was a great visit. You know, you're in and out, but it was just kind of that eye opening moment of, wow, this is real. You know, you have to you you have to go weigh in in the weight room and, you know, you put your stuff down and you get to put on, you know, Green Bay Packers shorts and a shirt. And, you know, to the, to the typical player now, it's not a big deal. But when you're, uh, you know, that, so that was my dream since I was a little kid. So, so being able to do that was, uh, was a huge, you know, kind of eye-opener for me. So, yeah, the, uh, the top 30 visit was great. You know, very fortunate I was able to do that and, and start that relationship with the, with the Packers early on. Now, on that top 30 visit, do you work out an interview with the team as well? Or are they basically hosting you and kind of trying to sell you on the team? I don't think it's them selling me. Uh, I think it's more so them kind of seeing who I am as a human being. Um, I think my pro day kind of put me on their radar ish. They kind of, I was, I think I was a question mark to them. And I think me going in for my top 30 visit was kind of just a, uh, you know, see who I am, see how I carry myself, you know, see how I approach certain situations. And, uh, I had a lot of great conversations with a lot of scouts and a lot of the uh, personnel guys there. And it was, uh, I, like I said, obviously very, very blessed to be able to start that relationship early on with that, uh, with that group. Awesome. Now you're obviously going through the process. You're talking to your agent, you're kind of hearing things here and there. What was your expectation going into draft day and obviously the draft weekend and, and how did that kind of unfold? Yeah. Um, as the draft got closer, um, you know, some things that actually started to heat up a little bit, you know, I had a private workout with the Patriots the Vikings were, were in contact with me pretty heavily. So I, I thought, I think we had a base foundation of, I think I'd go undrafted free agent. You know, I sign a contract, you know, I'd be on the team, you know, I'd be a part of that 90 man roster. There was a slight chance, you know, late seventh, you know, maybe a Patriots or a, a Packer, 
um, you know, late round draft pick. Um, but I wasn't expecting that by any means. You know, at that point, I just wanted to be signed, uh, you know, have a contract signed and be on the roster. And like I said, if I had that opportunity, then, you know, I have no more excuses. I have to make the team if, you know, it's it's me versus the next guy. So I have to, you know, it, that's when it's true competition. So, um, yeah, draft day was pretty, uh, pretty hectic on the on the last day there. I think Brinker called around midway through the seventh round uh, and said, we're, you know, we're not going to draft you, but we'd love to get, you know, a free agent deal done with you. So as the seventh round was ending, I had a pretty good sense that I was going to be with the Packers. And uh, right when the draft ended, got on the phone with them and, uh, you know, kind of made it official and, you know, told them I was going to be a Packer, which is, which is the best day of my life so far. And, you know, my family was, was there for me and it was a, it was a, it was an awesome day. Yeah, there's a, a great video of you on YouTube telling your family that you were signing that three-year contract with the Green Bay Packers, and that was really, really cool to watch. Yeah, that was uh, that was an emotional day for me. You know, just like I said, the ups and downs, and um, you know, all the interceptions. You know, you, you see all these stats on me, and it's it's not pretty by any means. And I understand that. You know, I'm not I'm not an idiot. I understand, you know, what it looks like, but just the perseverance and and the story that I had to you know, the, the ups and downs I had to overcome. It was, uh, it was an emotional day, kind of my family and I got to take a step back and appreciate the ride. And, uh, you know, I got to thank them for all their support over the years. Awesome. It's, it's like you said, it's a, it's an awesome story. Um, and, and certainly one that uh, I know a lot of Packer fans are keeping an eye on going forward. Take me, take me through then mini camp OTAs training camp. What, what does that start to feel like? And, and who was really the most helpful to you in acclimating you to the NFL? Yeah, you know, when you, when you first get here, you know, you're you're here with a group of rookies, you know, and there's probably 25, 30 of you. So, you know, you start to have your kind of your friend group and you start getting comfortable with, you know, the vets, you know, and of course being a, you know, a 24-year, 23-year-old at the time, uh, you know, undrafted free agent quarterback, being in the same room with Aaron, you know, you take a step back and you're like, "All right, you you, you keep your mouth shut uh and you you just listen. You want to understand what he's about." Um, you want to know why he's been so successful. So you, that's kind of been my rule when I first got here is keep your mouth shut, keep your eyes and ears open. Because I didn't want to be that annoying rookie coming in, you know, creating all these waves. I just kind of wanted to learn and kind of, you know, earn my place, earn my respect as, as time progressed. So, yeah, when I came in, IPWs, you know, individual player workouts were good. Got to sling the ball a little bit, show what I was about. And then uh, OTAs came around, didn't get, a, didn't get a whole lot of reps, you know, and that was kind of when I had to uh, – that was kind of the, the ride or die time for me. I had to, you know, everyone talks about these mental reps that have, you know, I, I got to watch Brett and Deshaun and Aaron, you know, throw the ball a bunch and, and be in this offense that at the time was a foreign language to me. And I really had to take, you know, a step back and process it. And I think that was the hardest time for me. It was just learning the offense without getting the reps, but as training camp progressed and, you know, as preseason evolved, you know, I started to get more comfortable with, with the system. And I think that's where you saw I had some success in the preseason, but um, there was a, there was a chunk there during OTAs where, you know, I I really wasn't getting any reps um, and it was kind of, you know, a little disheartening, but like I told myself eventually, because the one thing I've learned over the years in high school and college is you're always going to get an opportunity. This game will always present opportunities to people uh, who play the sport, but if you're, ready if you're not ready it'll expose you at that point so i'd be ready for whenever the packers gave me a chance to uh to go in there and practice and i did well enough and you know played well enough in uh, in the preseason games to to earn my spot in the 53 so very thankful for that awesome so 
you know, I just wanted to kind of give you what, what I kind of saw. And, you know, people kind of know me as a, as a guy who has been a fan of you kind of from yeah. the, the moment that I kind of saw uh, your initial video. So what I kind of do every year is, you know, everyone's kind of super excited about the players that the Packers drafted and certainly I'm different. Yeah. But I love immediately digging into the undrafted free agents. The Packers have been a team that has consistently used undrafted free agents to build their build their roster. Usually, yep. three to four guys almost every year make the team. So I love taking a look at those initial twenty five guys. You know, of course, this year uh, Tyler Lancaster, Alex Light, you. Yep. Later in the process, Tony Brown, um, you know, all undrafted free agents who are able to come in and, and you know, play or at, uh, you know, participate in this team on the 53-man roster at some point. Yeah. So I was super pumped to, to break down the video. And so I, I don't look at any of the stats. I don't look at any of the history. I, I pop on your tape and I'm, I'm watching and I'm going through and I, I was legitimately uh, pretty impressed with uh, with the, this being an undrafted free agent that I'm watching. I see a ton of raw ability. Um, I throw on the tape versus Kentucky. There are some really impressive tight window throws. You're playing against an SEC school. I throw on Tennessee Tech. You're pressured. You throw, throw off platform uh, through a, to a completion almost near the end zone. Uh, beautiful deep post versus Murray State. I see you completing throws in tight windows all over the field. And ultimately, when I'm looking at it, I see some traits that are really, really important, whether it be your live arm, whether it be the ability to play under center, the ability to throw to all levels of the field, your confidence, your poise, those are all very, very evident on tape. Uh, you have good touch. It's You, you have the ability to uh, throw from, from different arm, arm angles and at, at different speeds. You can change that up a little bit. And what I saw, I was super, super impressed by. And uh, I then go to the very first mini camp that's open to the public. And of course, this is the first opportunity to see Jimmy Graham and Mercedes Lewis, who are <laughs> the teams and Jair Alexander and Josh Jackson, the guys that were just drafted. So there's 90 guys on the field. There's a lot to watch, yep. but uh, it, it happens to be that the, the whole rest of the practice field is practice, uh, practicing on the other side of the field and the quarterbacks are, are practicing right in front of where I am. You guys are doing the net drill. You're working yep. on your footwork. Yep. Um, you know it well, yep. and I'm not specifically watching the drill. I'm I'm kind of just watching you to see. All right, he's here with Aaron Rodgers, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. Yep. Um, you know, Deshaun Kaiser, second round pick, played all of 2017 for the Browns. Uh, Brett Hundley, who started almost half the season, if not more, for the Packers in 2017. Yep. And then there's un- undrafted free agent Tim Boyle. And had I not known anything. I would have looked out and I would have said Tim Boyle's the starting quarterback. There was a, a relaxation and a moxie and a confidence. And you were just out there. And you the, the thing I said, I was actually on a radio show that afternoon. And they, they asked me what stood out. And I said, the fact that Tim Boyle just looked like he belonged. And I don't know if you felt that way. Um, I don't know if that was something that you felt. But it felt like you had that confidence and an aura of belonging right, right from the kind of the word go. How did that feel? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for saying all that. I mean, it's 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 very very obviously awesome when someone says all that about you, but it's the business that we that we're in right now is all about self-confidence because it's very easy for someone to look at the negatives. Uh, you know, you list all the positives about me and it's very generous of you to say all those things, but in the business that we're in, guys aren't looking for the positives they're looking for the negatives and that's that's the world we live in so like you say i i think i've always had the confidence of i i mentally know that i'm good enough i have the i have a strong arm i'm accurate but i think at that point when you're around those guys 
it's and I said it earlier on in the season when you're around Aaron Rodgers I mean you, you don't shy down I mean he almost brings you up naturally you know it's it's being around you know Brett Hudley being around Deshaun Kaiser Aaron Rodgers I mean you know the cliche is you know competition brings the best out of you but naturally being around Aaron I mean you see him throw the ball you know 45 yards flicking it you know rolling to the left I mean that just makes you want to be a better player so when I'm around Aaron and I'm around Deshaun and you know when I was around Brett it's just that natural kind of you have to perform and and like you said there was there's a part of it that's natural um and I, I think I've always been kind of a relaxed kind of player and like you saw that kind of moxie confidence I think I've always kind of had that but um, I think the biggest thing is just being yourself and I think that's always who I've been um, and like I said I appreciate you saying all those nice things but it's it's nice knowing you know mentally inside you know no one's going to believe in you if you don't start blaming yourself and that's just you know that's day one teaching from a mentality standpoint and you're not going to have anyone else's blessing if you don't have your own blessing so I think the biggest thing is is self-confidence and like I said it's just the it's this the industry that we're in is you have to, the self-talk in your own head has to be so uh, uplifting and so positive 24-7. That combination with being around Aaron Rodgers and those other two great quarterbacks was just a, it was a good combination for me. And uh, I appreciate, like I said, that you saying all those nice things and uh, hopefully that continues to, uh, to happen. I hope so too. I have a couple more things. I'm going to fill your head with good things too, before you <laughs> I have a couple more that I noticed. So just really quick, I know you said that, uh, you know, the OTAs and stuff, you were having trouble getting reps, but came back a few practices later and it was the day where the veterans head off. So no Aaron Rodgers there and Deshaun's there, Brett's there, you're there. And, and you three had the opportunity to kind of run the offense that day. And again, this is, uh, this was my take at the time. And I believe it's still to this day. You were on that specific day, and I'm not saying necessarily overall or anything like that, but on that day, you were the best quarterback on the field that day. And I was wowed by that. And, um, you know, it was a day that Brett and Deshaun, and again, nothing against those guys, they, they really struggled to move the football up and down the field. And it, the offense just kind of struggled. And then all of a sudden you came in and you kind of led the team right down the field. And I'm guessing, you know, there's guys being worked in and out. And, you know, of course it's Deshaun's first time with the team and everything like that as well. But, you know, you lead your team down the field and then you lead your team down the field again and again. And again, it was, it was super impressive to see you do that and again kind of be the guy and I don't think it was by accident and maybe I'm being naive I don't think it was by accident that on the very last drive that they gave you the ball on that specific drive I won't mention how that drive ended I don't know if you remember but I won't mention that um, and then uh, but again it was just a really phenomenal day and again you were the best quarterback on the field that day and then the, the last thing that really really stood out to me and I, and I noticed this right away. So you come in, because at this point now, you're somebody that I'm keeping my eye on. You come into your very first game at Lambeau Field, first preseason game, Tennessee Titans, uh, third quarter. It's uh, You come in, you get you know, two handoffs right away, and it's uh, third and five. You're on your own 12-yard line, kind of backed up in your own end zone. And I'm, I'm just watching because this is I'm, I'm assuming this is going to be your first play that you're actually going yeah. to back to pass. Yeah. Yep. And I, I see you and you call the play, you break the huddle, you come out, you quickly designate the Mike linebacker, you go through a full cadence, you read and survey the defense, you get the snap, you have great footwork, you survey the middle of the field at the last second, you come back right, you see Jamon Moore, you throw a bullet into him, it's a nine yard pickup 
for a first down. And uh, for anyone that's watching third quarter preseason at this point, a nine yard pass to Jamon Moore probably doesn't mean the whole heck of a lot. <laughs> but yeah. but to see you come out, it's your very first pass at Lambeau Field in that situation and have, you know, I've seen quarterbacks in that situation who, you know, are, are troubled just getting everyone lined up. The fact that you're IDing the mic and that you're able to not just lock down on one receiver, again, the poise for your first play as or first pass as a Packer, that was something that just stood out to me as well. Yeah, well, yeah, I actually remember that play. Like, I again, thank you for that. But, I mean, it's... Like I said, you're always going to get a shot to play in the sport. You have to be ready for it. And if you're not, it's going to expose you. And if you are, then your preparation will, will come through for you. But I, I do remember that play. And, you know, obviously the nerves are gone a little bit. You know, my first NFL game, you know, preseason, you're still a bunch of, a bunch of you know, people in the stands. And, uh, you know, I think most quarterbacks will tell you this. Once you get that first completion, you kind of get to settle into the game. And that's, I think, the Titans game, obviously, I think was my best game statistically. But you kind of just get in that groove and you, you find your rhythm. And, you know, once you realize, I mean, you, you have this, this mindset of guys in the NFL who are, you know, you think of them as gods. You know, they're, they're untouchable. But then you go out there and you start, you know, dicing them up a little bit and you start getting your, your role a little bit. And then it's, uh, you know, it's fun to be out there. And I think that's what happened. And you just kind of, you, you continue to gain confidence in your ability and your teammates' ability. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a power that is, is contagious and it's hard to stop. Was there a specific moment in which you felt this, okay, this isn't too big and I have a real chance at making this roster and maybe down the line making an impact? I do. Um, when the, the moment you were referring to um, during OTAs, when, when the vets weren't there, uh, we had a couple two-minute drills yeah. uh, and I threw two touchdowns that day. Like I said, it's, it's that confidence of, you know, everyone else is telling me my whole process, this, my whole ride that I'm not, you know, I'm not doing well enough. You know, you're throwing too many interceptions. You're doing this, that, and the other thing. And then I go out there and I'm, I'm playing against great, you know, great talent in our defense. And I'm throwing, you know, a brand new offense that I learned a month ago and I'm throwing touchdowns. You know, that, that's kind of like that, that moment of, all right, I can, like, I can do this. Like I, I'm showing myself I can do this. Um, and, and then I think the preseason game, the, the first Titans game, I think that kind of just, reassures you you know in a game setting because obviously practice is so different than a game but you know being in a game setting you know throwing two touchdown passes you know just vibing on the sideline you know Aaron's excited you know just coming back and you know dapping guys up on the sideline and just once you get that once you get that ball rolling it's so contagious and guys are rallying around you and I'm rallying around other guys and it's just it's a great feeling and I think I think that one practice in the first preseason game really cemented the fact that I I belong here and I know what I'm doing and uh, I have confidence doing it. Awesome. Now, now after the preseason is, of course, cut down day. When when were you kind of made aware that you were going to make the fifty three man roster, and what did that cut down day feel like for you? Yeah. So, so a lot of my friends and family, once they saw that Brett was was traded, um, you know, started you know reading between the lines. But you know, I was so immersed in the business um, that you know I didn't really look into that at that point. So. Yeah, cut the last day. The cut day was was pretty interesting because it, it's a weird situation that no news is good news. Um, so if you don't get a phone call before the before the timeline expires, then that means you made the team. So you're kind of just sitting waiting for a phone call, but you're also not waiting for a phone call. So it's a, it's a weird situation, but definitely a uh, definitely an anxious day. But you know you, you do things to fill the time. But it was uh, whenever I think 15 minutes led up to the uh, to the to the actual time of the day um i started i was in my hotel room by myself 
and my agent called me and was like, I'm talking to the, you know, newest member of the 53 man roster, the green Bay Packers. And I was like, Holy shoot. <laughs> like, I mean, just the, the ride, you know, of everything I've been through. And then I get to finally, you know, kind of in quotations, you know, defy the doubters and, and, you know, create my own legacy. My own story was, was very emotional for me. And, uh, I'm so happy to be with the Packers. It's a great, it's a great place to be. And I, I, I really wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Awesome. Well, we're happy you're here. Um, not to kind of wax over the, the season by any stretch of the imagination, but there's obviously, you know, lots of ups and downs throughout the season. I believe the only game you were active for was the Vikings game. Is that yeah, correct? It is. Yep. So the Packers are undefeated. Uh, when <laughs> you are active. They haven't won, but they, they also haven't won. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you've been active. Uh, but ultimately, of course, the the release of Coach Mike McCarthy just kind of walk me through the mood of the locker room throughout the season and and how kind of the season progressed for you and the team as a whole. Yeah, I think I think from a team standpoint, you know, we have a strong enough uh, you know veteran group where we didn't ever waver in our mindset or our physical approach. Guys like Aaron, you know, Tremont, you know, Jimmy Graham, I and mean, you have all these guys. You know, our whole entire offensive line. I mean, they're just regardless of who's coaching us, you know, what offense we're running, we're still going to approach, you know, every single week uh, the same. And they did a great job of that. So as a team, we didn't really, you know, we didn't really go through any ups and downs as a, as a unit, as a 53 man unit, you know, it's, it's obviously a little challenging, you know, getting used to certain coaching styles, but by no means did it change how we approached it. And I think personally, I think the biggest thing for me was I just wanted to, to, take it all in. I wanted to watch Aaron and how he approached every, every game. And I think the most impressive thing was him and just the way that he, it didn't change. You know, we, we play the Patriots, you know, we play the dolphins, nothing changed. He'd go into it every week with the same mentality and, and that man's competitive and he wants to win. And it was, it was fun to watch him, you know, practice and prepare because I've obviously never been around, you know, an all pro quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, being a 24 year old rookie, um, really taking a step back and watching how he, you know, kind of prepares throughout the week. And, you know, I, I had a little checklist of things that I wanted to work on as the season progressed. You know, I think the number one thing is, uh, you know, continuing to earn and uh, gain the the respect of my teammates. I think that's the biggest thing as a quarterback. And that's the one thing I respect about Aaron so much is that, I mean, that man was hurting all year. He's he's getting up there in age now. I mean, he, he's, uh, he's humble about it, but he's getting up there. So, he you know, he's feeling things with his body, but I mean, he's out there and he's working. And um, I think that's the one thing I, I truly respect about Aaron is that regardless of what's going on with his body or, you know, anything, he's he wants to go play football and he wants to do it for his teammates. He's not even doing it for himself. You know, so people are talking, you know, this, that, and the other thing about him. He wants to do it for us. And that's the one thing that I love about him. And I think that's kind of one thing that I can kind of take from him from a physical standpoint. But, yeah, this, this season really I, I couldn't – it, it was awesome. Um, you know, not the season we wanted to have from a record standpoint, but uh, I took away the things that I think I wanted to take away personally. And uh, I think it's a good platform for me to build on, you know, going into the off season. Do you think uh, Aaron was more hurt than a lot of fans knew he was? No, no, no. I think you guys had a, had a good understanding of what was going on with his body, but I don't think you guys saw the day in and day out, you know, treatment that he had to do you know the things that he had to do to be a professional to take care of his body you know I joke that he's getting old and it's kind of just a you know running joke in the quarterback room but you know he's still you know he's 35 he's a young guy but just a knee injury that you know he's coming back and leading us to one of the greatest wins in Packer history you know what I mean it's just guys don't have to do that you know it's it's just those things that like 
when Aaron comes out there and he steps in the huddle, I mean, you know, we're about to win a game. Like, you know, we're like something crazy is about to happen. You know what I mean? And that's the, that's the aura that he's created for himself and that he's earned over the years. Awesome. Awesome. Great stuff. Uh, so end of season come, um, you know, again, obviously wasn't the, the year that everyone was kind of hoping for, but do you get any sort of feedback from the coaching staff of things that they want you to work on going forward? Obviously the coaching staff was kind of in flux at that point, but and anything that they gave to you to work on in the off season? N- nothing specific from a football standpoint. I think the biggest thing that they want to see out of me is just consistency um, and being the same guy in and out. Not that I wasn't, but just, you know, continue to be who I was and, and continue to keep wanting to learn, you know, don't get satisfied, you know, take, you know, take a positive step physically, you know, uh, you know, gain some weight, you know, do whatever I got to do, but not, not a whole lot of schematics, not a whole lot of, uh, you know, you need to do this, this and that, but, you know, I, I have a good understanding of, I think what they need out of me going into, uh, going into OTAs. So uh, definitely taking care of those in this off season. So, so speaking of which, what have you kind of been up to in the off season? Working with anyone in particular, or what's kind of your, your been your specific goals? Yeah, so you know, obviously with a new coaching staff, I kind of wanted to be around and just I, I wanted to introduce myself to the staff and kind of just be around them, kind of get a feel for them. I I, I kind of wanted to get a little uh, head start, you know, a jump start on when we all report in April. So, uh, I think the biggest thing for me is just trying to learn this offense, you know, and we're not allowed to have access to it now, but you can have, I mean, you have conversations with people and they, you know, talk about things and, and it clicks with your brain, you know, just because concepts in the NFL are, are this, you know, pretty much the same. Um, so I'm extremely excited to learn the offense uh, whenever we have access to it in April, but I kind of just wanted to be around in green Bay and, you know, it doesn't hurt that we get, you know, to work out for free and I get two free meals a day. And, you know, it's it, being around green Bay, you know, I just, it's like, you know, when you're in college and you're studying for a test, you know, it almost helps to go to the library because you're more locked in. You know what I mean? It's, you know, this is my job. I only have one shot at this, so I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go to Florida or LA or, you know, and get caught up in, you know, going out. I, I kind of want to ha- live a small life right now of, you know, waking up, you know, getting my work in, you know, coming back, you know, taking care of my body and, and stacking positive days together. So, you know, throwing the ball with a couple of my teammates who are, uh, who are in town, and, uh, you know, just trying to, uh, trying to make myself a better player physically right now. And, and once I learn the offense, it'll, uh, hopefully take care of the mental part. Perfect. So you, you kind of mentioned, of course, you have a new quarterbacks coach, a new offensive coordinator, and of course, a new head coach. Have you been able to meet all three of them so far? I have. Yeah. And, and funny story, I was actually recruited by, uh, by coach Hackett at a high school when he was the offensive coordinator, quarterback coach at Syracuse. Okay. So I, so I have a, uh, I have a history with him. He's a great guy. Uh, when I first, you know, kind of reintroduced myself, you know, it, it clicked for him. He knew exactly who I was, you know, asked how my family was doing. So it's good to have that rapport with him. And, uh, you know, Deshaun has had uh, Coach LaFleur and, uh, you know, just talking to Deshaun, he said he's a great coach, you know, he knows ball. And, um, you know, and the fact that we have Coach Getze in there too, it's going to be, uh, you know, having those three guys in the quarterback room is going to be outstanding for all three of us. And I think the biggest thing is, you know, just the youngness and the, the vibrant, energy that we're going to have in the, in that quarterback room. And I think it's going to be a refresher that I think uh, Aaron, uh, Deshaun and I are going to enjoy. And uh, I'm looking forward to having those three in the room. They, they're very energetic guys and it's been fun getting to learn, you know, the kind of their approach to uh, their you know philosophies in football. Yeah, it certainly seems like they're going to bring a lot of energy. When you when you first met Matt Lafleur and and obviously found out that he was going to be the head coach, what was your first impression of him? 
yeah, it, it, he's, he's one of those guys who, uh, very energetic, you know, kind of always has something to, you know, say, like always, you know, carrying the conversation is just a very energetic, very into the conversation guy. And, you know, I was able to have a few conversations with him about, you know, football and what we were going to try to do. And he's just so passionate about it. He loves talking about it. He almost like kind of glows when he talks about it. And that's something that, you know, when you're the play caller, you have to have that, you know, and that's, that's something that's going to be awesome for us as quarterbacks, just having a guy and not even one, two, or it's going to be having three guys in the quarterback room who, who are all quarterback, you know, co- who have been quarterback coaches in the past have played quarterback. So I don't think we're going to be skipping a beat in the quarterback room this year, which is going to be awesome. Awesome. Can't wait to see the results on the field. So yeah. what are your goals kind of going now into the 2019 season? Again, new coach, new offense. Uh, you know, the entire quarterback room is back. you got Deshaun and Aaron and yourself. Well, what are your expectations and goals for the, the 2019 season, both for yourself and uh, for the team as a whole? We have a, an expectation in Green Bay, as you know, of a bad season is when you don't win a championship. And that's I've only been here for a year and I already understand that. Um, you know, we don't hang we don't hang banners for uh, <laughs> NFC championships. You know what I mean? We only, we hang banners for, for Super Bowls. So I think the big thing for us as a team is just learning this offense as fast as we can and hitting the ground running. And, you know, we obviously have Aaron, he's going to, he's going to make sure everyone's locked in and dialed in on the offense. And I think as a team, you know, we're going to adjust great to this coaching staff and it's, I'm excited to see what we do for IPWs and OTAs. Personally, you know, I'm not really concerned about, you know, what Deshaun's doing, what Aaron's doing. I think the biggest thing for me is just chipping away. Like I said, just, just keep stacking positive days together. You know, it's going to be awesome to be around, you know, Deshaun and Aaron. We have such a great rapport in that room. You know, we're all three, uh, you know, good friends and, and uh, it'll be fun being around them, joking around competing, but from a, you know, I don't want to be too concerned about reps and, you know, I have to force myself to do this or that or the other thing. It's just, I want it, I want it to be natural. I want to go out there, have fun, play football and uh, take care of business uh, in the way that, you know, they want me to take care of business. I don't want to, I don't want to be anyone else uh, that I'm not. So just going to take it day by day and stack positive days together. And uh, hopefully at the end of it, um, I'm still, I'm still on the team. So that's, uh, that's what it's all about. Just continuing to, uh, to be on the team and, and stack positive days. And at the end of the day, it's, you know, we all play football to win a Super Bowl. So, Awesome. Can't wait. All right. So lightning round, I'll just kind of go through these really quick. I'll let you answer them very quickly or take as long as you'd like. But so first of all, who was your favorite football player growing up? Ooh, sorry to say it, but Tom Brady. Oh, okay. No, that that's not a bad thing. That's certainly a good good thing. But I mean, now, now it's changed. It's changed (laughs) now. I hear you. Who was your all-time favorite Green Bay Packer? All-time favorite. Oh, man. It's between Brett and Aaron, I I have to go with Brett right now because Aaron's still creating his legacy. So I think Brett right now. All right, fair enough. I'm, I'm assuming with your uh, Tom Brady answer that you were a Patriots fan growing up. Yeah, growing up I was a Patriots fan. Didn't really have a choice. My dad <laughs> were both Patriots fans. And you're yeah, you're in Connecticut. I think that's fair. I don't think exactly. anyone will vote against you. Exactly. Uh, favorite restaurant in Green Bay? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, Chives, Chef Fusion, and Blue. Awesome. Uh, all three greats. I've been to all three and absolutely yeah. love them. Uh, Chives, I, I live right out by Chives. So oh, it's amazing. All three it, of those places are amazing. Very much so. Uh, one player on the Packers that we should keep an eye on, maybe someone that's been under the radar, somebody that you've had the opportunity to see in practice that maybe will have a breakout year this year. Raven Green. Okay. Awesome. Another undrafted free agent. I love it. He's got a lot. Of, yeah, he's, uh, he's going to be a good player. 
And then last but not least, will the Packers win the Super Bowl this year? I don't want to be on SportsCenter for, you know, <laughs> for predicting a Super Bowl run, but, you know, our expectation is that uh, we should be in the Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, anything other than that is, is a failure to us. So I'm going to go ahead and say, yes, we're going to go in the Super Bowl this year. Awesome. You heard it here first. Uh, Tim Boyle is predicting a Super Bowl the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Tim, thank you so incredibly much for joining me this evening. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, where can people find you on social media and on Twitter? I am on Twitter, I believe, uh, Tim Boyle underscore eight. And I believe I'm the same thing on Instagram. So, um, yeah, come check me out. Come follow me. I'll give you a follow back. Awesome. Can't wait. Uh, make sure to go check out Tim Boyle. Make sure to go check out that YouTube video, too, of uh, him uh, finding out that he was signing with the Green Bay Packers. It's absolutely awesome. I'll make sure to retweet it out from the podcast Twitter handle as well. Um, awesome. Tim, we wish you absolutely nothing but the best, and uh, hopefully you have an amazing season. I, I know personally I'm really looking forward to watching you this this preseason and seeing uh, your career develop and, and continue to move on and up and, and really excited about that. So best of luck. Thank you so much. And like I said, I appreciate your support. You've been, uh, you've been one of the good ones and, uh, you know, I, I see it, the, uh, all the tweets and, uh, it's, it's been good. And I, I really do appreciate the, uh, the support and, uh, yeah, I'd love to, uh, love to jump on the, uh, the show anytime you want. So, uh, love to stay in touch. Awesome. That'd be amazing. Nothing, nothing has ever blown up my Twitter quite as much as when you threw a <laughs> touchdown to Robert Tanyan against the Raiders. And- oh, that's my guy. And <laughs> I, I, I think the thing is that, you know, it's, you know, Jake, Rob, and I are kind of like the trio, but it's funny. I don't know if you guys know that all three of us are very good friends and we're, we're just as much into that trio as everyone else is. Awesome. That's really, really cool to hear. Actually, I did not know you guys were that close. So that's yeah, cool. We're, we're all very close. Yeah. Well, let's get all three of you back on the 53 this year. We'll have a Super Bowl winning season. We'll be good to go. Sounds good to me. All right, that does it for this evening. Make sure to listen in tomorrow as Jake and Roth get you up to speed with the latest free agency news and rumors. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Packaday Podcast. Make sure to follow Tim on Twitter and make sure as always to subscribe and tell a friend. That does it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, go Pack Go. Sunday night football and the start of a historic season for the Green Bay Packers. Rodgers in the shotgun. Here's the snap. Rushes on. Rodgers nowhere to go and he's snowed under. Back inside the 30 and Rodgers is down. Roy Robertson, Harris, Khalil Mack. And Rodgers unable to get up. Oh my goodness. Wow. Down to 19 from the Green Bay 30. Snap to Kaiser under pressure. Immediately dumps it up right side. It's intercepted. Intercepted by Khalil Mack. Circle route to the 15 to the 10. He's to the 5 to the end zone. Touchdown. Oh, my goodness. Khalil Mack's had a sack. Fumble recovery. Interception return for a touchdown. to go in the third. Chicago 20, Green Bay nothing. Wayne, I actually see Aaron on the sideline throwing. Well, that's a good sign. Yep, he is. Of the shotgun, snap to A-Rod. Looking downfield, throws it over the middle. Randall Cobb is there. Makes a spinning grab just outside the left hand mark. J.K. Scott, Mason Crosby. Here's the snap. Placement made. Kick is up. And it is good. 
So the Packers on the board with 3.37 to go in the third. Snap to A-Rod, looking around and waiting. Lost it. Deep down the right side. Allison in the end zone. Makes a spectacular catch. Touchdown. What a throw and what a catch. And the Packers get back into it. 39-yard bomb from Aaron Rodgers to Geronimo Allison. Corey Lindsley on the snap. Four-man line for the Bears. They're coming on a blitz up the middle. They pick it up. Rodgers looks. Lost. Left side. Got a man out there. Under a blitz, Rogers tight pocket steps up, throws the left, got Devontae inside the 10, head back, cuts left to the five, reaches Highline, and touchdown! Oh, what a play by Devontae Adams! Snap to A Rod, rushes on, has time, looking close, yes, got it! Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.